is passionate about cars with Steve Kennard, teaching drivers how to survive the world of modern motoring and imparting wisdom to the next generation of motor technicians. Right, I'm here with Steve. It's been a bit of a while, Steve. Here we are on the 3rd of June. It's a very warm day and there's a wind blows in through the door. Your, um, your workshop is a bit like a greenhouse, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. I'm sure we've spoken about this before, but it's, it's got a lot of glass panels on the roof. Um, it's quite a large building, it's quite tall, and it is like working in a bit of a greenhouse. So this time of the year, it does sap the energy a bit. It gets quite hot in here. Um, so got a water machine there and it's a case that the guys have to take on board plenty of moisture. Well, I've got a better idea. I think it's warm enough in here. You should grow hops against the wall and uh, pick them and brew them, have a big brewing tank at the end and have your own beer. Well, I mean, yeah, this, this time of the year we could actually uh, sort of move the repairs out, you know, and we, we could use the workshop for other purposes, you know. I, I was going to say cultivation. Marijuana? Well, oh, no, well, better not. No, 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 no. Um, mind you, this it'll probably turn over a lot more, wouldn't it? <laughs> and all seriousness though, Steve, if I can say that correctly without stumbling over the words, what's been happening in the last couple of months? I know your brother's been over, hasn't he? Yeah, I've had my brother over from Oz. Um, he's he's gone back now. Um, but, um, yeah, last sort of, I don't know, couple of three months, uh, like a lot of people, you know, it's been very sort of very bitty um, because of the uh, amount of downtime that we've had. You know, I'm, I'm all for having, you know, public holidays, having a day off, great. Uh, but having so many in such a short space of time, mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not been good for a lot of businesses, particularly small businesses. So I think what they need to do is say, do away with May Day, because mm. it comes too near to Whitson, mm. and, and May Day is a relatively new holiday when you look at the Whitson standards and also the Easter. Mm. So, so having Easter, Whitson, forget May Day, mm. let's have one somewhere around sort of October time, because we've got the August bank holiday, somewhere in October time to break that spell up between... August and Christmas because that, that's a long run without any sort of bank holiday so I think a public holiday around October time you know I'm, I'm sure we can find a reason for it you know um, and uh, and maybe something a little bit in between Christmas and Easter because during, during the winter months you know the, the days are very long they're very sort of depressing for a lot of people you know it's that uh, Sad syndrome, as well, I, they call I always it. thought we should invent a holiday between Christmas and just after Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, um, I mean, well, we've got uh, February, beginning of February. What have we got? February, we've got Valentine's Day, mm. early part of February. So, like before that, we should have something towards the end of January, I reckon. End of January, make a new holiday. Well, yeah, let's uh, we could think something up, couldn't we? Um, like the, how's the new year gone so far holiday or something? Yeah, how's the resolutions be going? Yeah, yeah. All the revolutions. All re- re- uh, revolutions, yeah. Well, well actually, if you come to Brighton now, mm. you know, and provided you're, you're deeming your revolution as peaceful, mm. you can actually set up camp anywhere you like. Like they have on the Steam. Absolutely. I interviewed those guys the other day. Oh, you, you the Spanish did. Inquisition guys, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. What country are we in? Oh, yeah, just. just England. I, I know this is Europe. But surely their protests should be more aimed at the Spanish... No, outside the Spanish embassy or something. 
Um, why in the middle of Brighton? Oh why no, no, no! It's it's that just happened to be mainly Spanish, and it, I think it started oh, in Spain. But it's right. it's a it's a like a global unified type thing. So it's not about Spain. It okay. kind of started so, anyway in Spain. So is that Brighton Songat then? Is it? I don't know. Uh, well, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> it, it's uh, I, it just defies belief to be quite honest. You know, for for the councillors to actually stand up and say oh, we welcome peaceful protests mm. and send this message out to anybody that's listening, mm. come to Brighton. Provided you have a peaceful protest, we welcome you. You know, you can just set up anywhere you like. What I'd like these people to do in the centre of Brighton is actually to go along. There's a lovely lawn mm. just at the bottom of uh, the drive mm. by the Queen Vic statue. Mm. You know, there's a beautiful lawn there mm. right outside the council building. Their protests would actually get more publicity there, and I feel they should be anywhere around the council building because it would be high profile. It, it would attract more attention from the council, um, or even an, another good idea. I think all of these new green councillors that are welcoming uh, the, these sort of um, people to, to peaceful protest, I think they ought to publish their home addresses. And allow these people to protest outside their houses, on their lawns, that sort of thing. I think that should be. Uh, you should leave a comment a on that. Idea. They have got a website. You should leave a comment there. Uh, leave, leave, a, leave a comment. The, the people down on the uh, Steen, I believe, have got. A, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but they do have a website. Ah. You should leave, leave a comment there. Okay. If you just Google, um, I think it's Cam, a Campada Brighton. I think as, as right. the Google. Google that. You'll find their website and leave a comment. Because okay. they're open to, they're very open. You know, you do realise they clean that uh, that all, that whole area every morning. Mm. They go around and pick all the rubbish up. So if they did go to Hove, it'd probably be a bit cleaner. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying pe- people have a right to protest. Of course mm. they do. Mm. Um, and and yes, we welcome peaceful protest. But but the point I'm making is that the council should not stand up and say, we welcome peaceful protest. They mm. shouldn't actually encourage people to come in mm. to the town from anywhere, mm. set up a camp, sort of set up anywhere they like, mm. and provided it's deemed a peaceful protest, they can stay there. We welcome you. You, you, you know, you're... Have, they, have they officially said that, though? Yeah. Read, read the Argus two days ago, I okay. think it was. Two days, three days ago, maybe. Uh, one of the councillors, and I wish I had their name to... to mm hand now because I'd, I wouldn't name and shame them but read the Argus uh, about the protests down there um, and they've actually stated that they welcome peaceful protests um, and I find that um, I, I really find that's going to have an adverse effect on the town you know while I say peaceful protest is fine the councillors should not and they've not been put in that position and voted in to stand up and say we welcome protesters um, that, that shouldn't be done. You know, what they should be saying is like, we're here to help local businesses, we're here to help the local community, to help the town. That's what we've been voted in for. We haven't been voted in to encourage people to just turn up from around the country, or in this case, from Spain, to, I to think, set I up think, a I think they're protest. all residents of Brighton, actually. Yeah, I, you know, fine, I, I, I appreciate that. Actually, but I, I'm not. I can't verify that. I get the impression they are. Yeah, well, again, I'll go back to saying that peaceful protests, great, fine. Mm. Everyone's entitled to have their say. That's why we live in a democracy. Mm. 
but the councillors should not actually openly state mm. that we welcome peaceful protests because mm. what they're saying is we welcome anybody to come down and and create problems by having these peaceful protests i mean okay these people sat down there and are staying on the parks mm. and gardens down there you know they're running are, events they're running educational events educational events fine um i mean they, they ought to be careful though that they're not going to fall foul of any government legislation when mm. we're talking about health and safety issues mm. and um you know and, and are these people actually um do they have clearance from the police their records to actually uh, you know for educational purposes and there's all lots of implications nowadays with all this politically correct do-gooders and mm. god knows what out there yeah. you have to be so careful and every time you take a breath you need permission so they just need to make sure they don't fall foul of any sort of laws or bylaws mm. well before we move on to the subject of insurance companies banks and traffic wardens tell us what's happening in the, the garage oh yeah, yeah. We, we're getting <laughs> so a, sidetracked here I, I politically think, i think I mean, this podcast i think we should change yeah. the genre from like motoring to politics or, or something like that yeah yeah it's just you know you just push the right buttons all the time don't you um, <laughs> that's my job steve yeah absolutely um car wise well wow, what, what have we got at the moment um various bits and pieces going on um, the noise in the background you can hear a grinder there's a car up there failed MOT needs a little bit of welding so it's not someone removing a clamp then uh, <laughs> no 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 that's not that so that's, that's another service we <laughs> we would like to provide yeah. yeah if you've been clamped give us a call so sorry no. what was it again in reality <laughs> yeah no, if, if only um, but but I, I think that again, like you know, legislation's been tightened up a little bit with clampers, hasn't I'm it? Sorry, I've done it again, haven't I? Steve? I've got yeah, you back don't, into rant mode. Don't, don't know. Don't. Back onto the noise of the grinder. What was the grinder doing? Uh, it's just, it's just sort of grinding out the rust, cleaning up the metal, oh, right. uh, to have some plates welded. Mm. Um, and um, I can see the sparks flying. Yeah, that's that's just the uh, metal filings. Mm. Um, MOT wise, you can see we got. We've had a run of them. We've got a Volkswagen camper. Um, yeah. Extremely popular vehicles. Um, it's not the really, really old one, is it? It's the no, slightly no, less old one. It's th this the square one. one. Uh, this, this one is a oh, X-plated um, VW sort of caravel. And, um, you know, I, I mean, they have such a following. Mm. Um, me personally, I, I, you know. Um, well, they're like a smaller version of your RV, aren't they? Yeah, much smaller, but <laughs> that third but, size. but that that's that's the point, you know. From a practical point of view, from a camper practical point of view, um, you know, they're they're very sort of you know, two of you standing up inside there, and that's it. You know, one of you's got to step outside the dress. Mm. Uh, but it's nothing against VWs. We have a lot of customers with VWs, <laughs> you know, um, and and we've had quite a few in just lately for various work and uh, and that. And pe people love them. Mm. You know, they have they they're just. I guess a bit iconic, aren't they? Really? Do you get many of the really old, the old curvy ones in? Mm, yeah, there's actually one in the yard next door that we had in about uh, two months ago. Um, major welding, rebuild, and that sort of thing. Um, Renovation that, by the sound of it. Yeah, big time. Um, but but they fetch they fetch loads and loads and loads well, of money. It. People don't scrap them; they just like keep them going, don't they? Yeah, yeah. But it's because they got such a high following. Um, there's a lot of parts available, you know, there's, there's probably enough parts out there, you can just build one from scratch. Mm. Uh, the one we had in the other day, we, we've, we've 
probably got about um, three or four thousand pounds worth of welding to be done on it mm. um, because it is pretty well corroded but uh, you know the guy's doing it in stages um, and while it was up on the ramp and I mean it, it's not the best looking vehicle in the world but the amount of people that walk by the door see it stop coming and you know oh can I have a look around it and you know oh is it for sale and you know and even though it's like you know it's falling to pieces it's just got they, they have a huge following um that's the vw's you know um we've got the triumph stag uh, is that the same one that was in last like a few episodes ago is it the yellow one it is yeah, well, it is it's, it's it's it, is, it is yeah it's, it's due it's mot it's in right. for an mot um it's got a couple of bits to do on it but you know the, these old cars they they need plenty of tlc um uh, couple of um, bushes steering column bushes on that of worn so we're going to replace those mm. um, it's got a little leak from the power steering rack so that needs to be done um, we, we've got uh, a couple of rovers in at the moment mm-hmm. um, they're, they're fortunately they're not for head gaskets um, they normally are aren't they yeah rovers normally head gaskets no no these these are just sort of normal uh, servicing repairs MOTs uh, VW Beetle there that uh, someone went to put the window down on it and it dropped ah. mechanism inside's gone quite common on the Volkswagens um, that's waiting for a regulator mechanism um, we've got a van there Renault Master van uh, MOT repairs it's quite a lot of work on that brakes all round um, swivels on the front suspension uh, top and bottom um, along with uh, other bits and pieces that need to be done services in at the moment um, yeah, MOTs in. Um, there's, there's quite a bit. No engine replacements. Um, no, no disaster stories with engines. We've actually got a Range Rover set over the road at the moment. Um, it's just just nice over the road it. there. Yeah. It's uh, it's got a residence permit on it, um, but um, that's got a head gasket problem. We pulled the heads off. The heads are down there, and they've oh, been. Those, yeah. Yeah, they've been um, pressure tested and faced up, ready to go back on. But mm. the guy has now sort of said, like, hold on for a moment, because mm. he's thinking of chopping it in as it is. But ah, okay. trying to point out to him that at the moment, the car is probably worth only its weight in scrap mm. um, as it stands there. Um, because without an engine, uh, you know, it's not really worth or, or a lot to anyone or, or much use to anyone, mm. to be quite honest. But... We've gone well, so those far, make quite it? nice ornaments on someone's mantelpiece. <clears throat> those those um, head um, engine heads. Yeah, I, I've uh, um, I, I had seriously thought about it. You know, you, you see Top Gear there, where he's got the uh, the V8 engine block mm. sat there with the glass on the top, mm. his table in the middle of the studio, and his armchairs are a couple of car seats. You could do a secondary business in making um, sort of furniture out of old bits of cars. Yeah, well, we we've had uh, a couple of bits in over here. Um, Funny enough, the guy that owns the Stag had the uh, front end of a Mini. Um, Just the front end? Yeah, the front end with the headlights, the front wings. Uh, where the engine sits, it had been like plated out and um, it had been, uh, you know, sort of leather seats put in there and it, it was uh, an armchair with you know headlights and, and I just yeah it was just a case of like sorting out the wiring on the lights for him. Um, sits in his, his house. Uh, he's also got the front of a uh, Lambretta. Yeah. Um, is that a lamp or something? Yeah, it's a standard lamp. You know, it's a sort of reading light, but 
it, it was too bright, so we just had to change that over to LEDs. We so took it into the garage to change it. Yeah, we, 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 we sort of put LEDs in there that it's got, uh, you know, sort of differing colours of LED. So, you know, he can have whatever colour he wants according to his mood. You know, uh, I mean, not, not much use for reading in some of them, but... Um, but yeah, it's, it's just things like that. I mean, you know, they're quite sort of quirky. Mm. Um, and it's the sort of thing, I guess, that, that, you know, a lot of people tend to go for now. Yeah. You know, there's quite a bit of that type of furniture out there. Well, just to change the subject again, Steve, I know you'll be delighted to know that mm. over the bank holiday weekend, I successfully nursed the Volvo with a slipping clutch from Brighton all the way up to Bassett's Pole, which is in the north of, London, of Birmingham. From there to Welshpool, uh, to a wedding and then from Welshpool across country to Grantham and then from Grantham back down to Brighton no problem at all just a few slips but it's just easing it very gently up hills that's, that's all you can do you know it's it's just go very light on the throttle but that has got to be well overdue replacement <laughs> well, put it this way I was overtaken by one of those white vans on many many occasions I'll tell you what, what a killer is for slipping clutches they're trying to accelerate for say 50 to 70 it just goes mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and and of course uh, you, you would be using more fuel. So on a journey like that, you probably your fuel consumption would be probably a little bit more than normal. So you know, after a period of time, what you've used in extra fuel, um, you know, you, you could have probably paid for a clutch. So <laughs> so is is it wise or not? I mean, you've you've either got to bite the bullet or say you know goodbye Volvo um, so I mean you know I'm, I'm an exhaust bandage kind of guy is there not a clutch bandage you can get no <laughs> no a few years ago I've not seen any around recently but you know you can get all these sort of additives and these uh, sprays for this sprays for that you know if you've got a slippy fan belt you can give it a spray with this sort of sticky substance helps to stop it slipping <coughs> but um, they, they did do I, I, I remember seeing uh, back in the 80s there was some stuff that you could get that you could sort of spray into the bell holes in um, and uh, try and get it directed onto the clutch unit that would help to give it a little bit of extra grip. <laughs> yeah, it's just... You don't it, want to get that mixed up with oil, no, do you? I mean, you know, this... Yeah, you, you, you had to look at it and think, like, well, I mean, is, is this had to have been produced on April the 1st. It really did, because, you know, to, for something like that, the, the amount of pressures and... Uh, and that the torque that goes through a clutch, uh, yeah, I mean, spray on clutches, what next? Uh, I don't know. So any interesting uh, traffic warden experiences to uh, tell us about? Um, no, 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 we, we've still, we still get, uh, there, there is one or two wardens around here that will just stand outside uh, you know, someone can pull up in a car um, and you, you get about five minutes to move the car uh, and they will stand there with the notepad in hand mm. and it's almost like got the clock on you yeah. and they stand there. They call that observing. Is that observing? You should go out and offer them a cup of tea. Yeah, I'd call that loitering with intent. <laughs> no, it's observing. It's always... It has a special observing face on. Is, is that right? Um, yeah. You have to observe the vehicle for five minutes. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Okay. But they should be offered tea or coffee while observing. I think it'd be just very kind of you to do that. Is is, is that to drink or to wash in? No, you should you should go and offer them a, a nice say what tea, coffee, or get you a coke or a. You get you a bit bored standing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they only do it when the weather's nice. You know, stand yeah. around like that. Uh, you know, on a, on a wet day, they don't sort of stand mm. around there. But mm. uh, 
I usually sort of stand over the road in one of the doorways and observe from there. Um, but on, you know, generally, I mean, a lot, a lot of the wardens are, are fine. They realise we've got a business to run. Uh, they know we don't leave the cars out there. Uh, people drop them off. Or if we're having a move around within the workshop, obviously we need to put one or two outside and then bring them back in again or park them up, move them. You know, it, it's sort of that type of thing. But there are a couple that are just really, you know, they need to have the slashed peak, um, side-swept hair. Uh, I better be careful. Like, I don't want to be... I need to stay PC over this, don't I? In a certain yeah. style of moustache. Yeah, you got it, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, He's the guy that used to sing for Sparks, wasn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. Mate, he's got yeah, Sparks, yeah. Yeah, he had one of them tashes, didn't he? Did, yeah. yeah. And I noticed you've got your roof fixed. Yeah, yeah. Is the story uh, behind that, Steve? Did, you, did, did they pay up? Or? <sighs> no, don't, don't, don't get me going with the insurance companies. Uh, yes, we, we've had the roof fixed. We had to pay to have the roof fixed. Insurance company deemed on that day that um, up at Gatwick or Shoreham, where they take their wind measurements from, it never reached 54 mile an hour. This is our previous conversation, isn't it, about their, yeah. their, their measurements were, yeah. didn't get there? No, that's right. It yeah. just it, it never reached it. So... Uh, oh well better wrap it there then Steve I think we'll, we'll be ranting all morning um, thanks for speaking to me uh, okay uh, it's Steve. good to, yeah good to see you again Andy good to see you too uh, so that's Steve Kennard of First Class Garage which you'll find in uh, is it Montague Road Montague Place Montague Place in yes, Brighton sort of in Kemp, we're in Kemp Town aren't we that's right yeah. famous Kemp Town Kemp Town see you next time folks yeah cheers Andy thanks for listening to Passionate About Cars Visit the podcast website at passionate-about-cars.com and Steve's excellent garage, First Class Garage, can be found at www.1stclassgarage.co.uk.